know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Heart Singers, welcome back. Addie B here, also known as Slayer of Namaslayer. I am coming at you with an impromptu podcast. Well, they kind of always are, honestly, but I had one recorded this week and I'm just not feeling it to wrap it up. I am sitting in the RV in Cottonwood, Arizona, and we've got these beautiful thunderstorms going on right now. It's monsoon season. Have you experienced a monsoon season? So much fun. The wind gets kicking up and it's like, big booming thunder and lightning like we could feel the rv i swear like lifted up off its shocks it was and before the thunder and the lightning came right you could like feel it in the earth and it was like wow just the power of mother earth and then this morning we had the big full moon and there's just so much energy going on in the air and i woke up just feeling a bit out of it today. And I know I had been out of pocket with my habit stacks for a couple of days, and I've really been on them. I've been on my morning habits, and they just got a little wanky. So I'm like, maybe that's it. But I just couldn't quite get in my normal rhythm and vibe. It was like I could see myself resisting it. So today I am letting go of resistance. And I'm just here to talk to you. Let's just uh, let the woo come. I'm going to talk about the moon a little bit. Erica in our sisterhood, she likes to post the moon updates. And I I love I know I don't go seek these things. But when they come across my path, I'm like, Oh, yeah, I can see that. So I'm going to spoof off this post she had in there a little bit on this podcast, because it just sang in so many aspects to me. And I want to see if it did for you guys out there this week or really, it can go with any time in your life. And that's kind of how I am with all of my woo stuff on the not, um, you know, I don't live in and guide my life by them. I use them for self-reflection. For example, my cards I pull. When you hear me talk about a card, this is just a way I tap into my intuition. And astrology for me is like that. And maybe because I'm not into it as much as other people are. I haven't really had my chart read. It is on my everyday adventure list to go have that done. Just, I'm curious. It's Do you guys find it interesting? I find it interesting how spot on my astrological sign is to who I am, right? And I'm a Sagittarius, but depending on what chart you look at too, that's a whole nother story. And I'm not going to get into astrology because quite honestly, you don't want to come here for that because I don't know jack about it. So maybe you're where I'm at and just musing with wonder at all of the magic synchronicities that are out there. So I'm going to talk through this post with you guys. And she shared this post from this T.R. Arnie Vidler. I hope I didn't kill her name, but she was um, on Facebook. This post was hilarious. She says, this is a goddamn serious full moon that asks you to roll up your sleeves, take responsibility and grow up to glow up, baby. (laughs) 
<laughs> like already I'm engaged. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get serious. All right. Roll my sleeves up. And I've been feeling the energy of getting things done and getting things in order and um, starting to make that shift. And I feel a big shift coming, but I don't quite know what that energy is. And so she goes on to say that it's, it's like a big F at full moon. The full moon sidled up to the Lord of the underworld so we can feel the intensity in the air. What needs to be destroyed? What needs to be dug out of the crevices, illuminated, faced, and healed? Think about this. And this is the energy that can go on in the world, in our lives, what we're seeing that needs to be destroyed. What is being shown to you right now in your life? What is being illuminated? And I look at this and I know for me, it's habits I hang on to that don't serve me or when I'm not just being. I wrote a lot this morning about, well, of course, you're not being and doing the things that really make you feel good in the morning. And that sets me up for my whole day. And sometimes I am, but like when I move a new space and get a new rhythm and a time I get up and where I'm going to go hike or walk or have coffee, getting those things set up, I can get out of pocket with them. And it's so being illuminated for me right now as I'm working on things like seeing my habit tracker and tracking my habits and where I'm going with things like that, that seems so unrelated to anything to do with the moon. But it's everything But because it's part of this who I'm becoming. And it's how I stay connected and grounded connected to the earth, right? When I'm out hiking, and I'm getting my feet on the earth, and I'm writing, I'm clearing out my mind and my head, and I'm meditating, I'm getting in that space where I am fully connected with who I really am. And then I'm better able to put that into the universe. And when I feel a little more disconnected, it just doesn't feel as good. And that's definitely being illuminated to me just in the past couple of days that I've allowed myself to get a little more disconnected. And it goes back to that. So what needs to be destroyed? Old habits that aren't serving you? What's not serving me? Or maybe it's something that needs to be brought up and be healed for you or something to face, maybe a relationship in your life that you have something to deal with. And in Renee's podcast, my friend Renee Spears that has the Abundology podcast, you hear me talk about her a lot on this and she does an energy update and hers was straight spot on with this this week too. This full moon that's really going to bring up these things for us and illuminate them, but set us up for these beautiful transitions. So Tiarni goes on to say in here, she says, the moon ain't happy and cappy. So I'm guessing the moon's in Capricorn, right? (laughs) I just loved that. It ain't happy and cappy, people. So we're in the underbelly of the cosmic soup, yet the moon, she illuminates. We have nowhere to hide. Nowhere to hide, you guys. Dig it up. So the moon does something you're with Uranus. I don't quite understand that part, but it, which is the great awakener. So this gives us the permission to break these old bonds and find freedom. What does freedom look like for you? And she says here, it's time to redefine success from the old paradigm and reinvent our own individual version of it. Now, you guys know that spoke to me, right? Because I am all about what am I going to create in the future? What's my next paradigm shift? Where am I getting that next move into this next version of my future self? So 
This is very exciting. I love a paradigm shift. Now, you guys are not always comfortable. You know, every time you have a paradigm shift, it's rewriting a belief that you have within you. So looking at these old ways you have of thinking, of behaving, and finding freedom in them. Like, how can I be free from food? How can I be free from alcohol? How can I be free to live my life how I choose? And I'll tell you even more why this sang to me and why you're hearing me talk about it here today. My new thought I'm working on is I'm so free. When I got down to it, I was like, what do I want to work on? Every quarter I work on a new thought. And what I do with this thought, you might have heard me talk about this, but if you're new to the podcast, I'm just going to give you a highlight. I do this brain path to believing worksheet and I write down my new thought and I see my future vision of that end game where I'm standing at the mountain house, I'm at the pool, I can feel it. It's my heart's lit, my mind's lit. And I get that feeling summed up every morning. And sometimes it's like I'm on fire. I can feel it in my heart and my head. And other times it can feel a little flatter. And I write down exactly how it feels in my body each day. And then I kind of open my eyes and I let go of that vision. I say, okay, how do I really feel about this statement? I am so free today. Like I could see the vision. I got myself lit up about it. How am I feeling? And so like today I wrote, I'm not feeling so free today. I feel like confined by things I need to do. I'm feeling like I need to show up for these other things that don't feel free to me. And then I write to myself on the other side, after I get all those thoughts out that are limiting beliefs, they're limiting my being, then I write, congratulations for seeing it, Addie, right? I'm seeing that I'm not feeling freedom in these things I'm doing. And I want to harness that feeling in each thing I do. There's no reason I can't feel that freedom, that heart singing radiance right here while I'm talking on the podcast to you. And often I do, but how do I challenge it more and more and more? So every time I sit down, I'm just in this coherence of that feeling of I'm so free in each thing I do throughout the day. And that's where I'm working to rewire myself with this freedom thought. So what does freedom look like for you? What is that? How does it feel in your body too? And, you know, I think it can be when we look at these higher vibration emotions that are where we create from, they come from the heart center. When we look at wanting to harness this emotion of your future self, for example, because it's the emotion that's going to bring you there. But all these underlying thoughts that you have, like you just heard mine, there's some that I just whipped off the top of my head. I don't feel free when I have to show up for an appointment, even though I might enjoy the appointment, I'm losing that feeling of freedom. So how can I feel that feeling of freedom and joy in each thing I do throughout the day? And really noticing first, I have to notice that I'm not feeling that and redirecting myself to how do I feel that? What do I choose to think and do and be instead? You know, it'll look like things like I'll stop and breathe for a moment. I'll recenter myself. I'll activate my energy centers. And this is a part I've grown on my path to understanding how this energy works within my body to create what I want in my life. And so I'll ask you again, for the hundredth time, probably, (laughs) What does freedom look like to you? When you see that future vision of yourself, when you see her that's out on the beach or where wherever your vision takes you on the top of the mountain or wherever you just feel free, like you don't have a care in the world, you're just living through pure joy. 
What does it mean to you? And how could you break free from what you're feeling now? It doesn't mean you have to break free from circumstances even, right? Do you understand that? Like, I don't know if I'm, so as I'm working on this thought each day, I'm not changing what I'm doing in the world necessarily. Sometimes I do, but I'm not changing immediately what I do in the world. I'm asking, how can I show up in that vibration right now? Because I know I control this. I control my energy in the now and the vibration in the moment. So how can I more and more experience living in that vibration throughout the day? Until eventually, I just am that vibration. I just show up in that vibration. Why not, you guys? We've spent 50 years of our life showing up in our vibration that's all flat and dull. Why not show up in my heart singing radiance one for the next half? Why not? Break free and become liberated, she says. I'm like, all right, let's liberate it, baby. How are we going to get free? So kind of write about that for yourself this week, you guys. What does that freedom look like? So she goes on here to talk about the full moon. It's something about it being in a cardinal T-square with Chiron. I don't know, but this sounds like a a big deal. This is the wounded alchemist, is the apex and release point. So it's our own wounds taking responsibility for our own energy and self-awareness that is the key to unlocking this full moon's potential. Listen, you heart singers out there, anyone listening to this podcast, or if you're just joining, I know you are on this path of understanding that your self-awareness is your superpower, that you know in this ability to observe yourself and be aware that you can change your thoughts that you can create this world you live in, this self-awareness, this key to unlock the magic with inside yourself. She says to us here, know yourself in your own trauma loops and reclaim your sovereignty. So healing your own story. You belong here. You are worthy. You are enough. What a great reminder, right? You are worthy and you are enough. This full moon is also super faded. Oh boy. right? Like this is good stuff. So it releases the patterns from your bones. It purges toxicity in your life. Uh, We're being asked to strip back bare, naked, and bask in the simplicity of ourselves and our true nature. Leave no stone unturned this year. And that's the part where I said, okay, that's it. Now I got to really share this in the podcast because, you know, even in the opening of this, I said, I'm leaving no stones unturned on my quest, this ultimate quest to I reach this 162, this impossible weight loss goal. I invite you on your quest. Are you turning over all the stones? What is being illuminated for you right now? And what does freedom look like for you? In the episode I had recorded this week, I talked about mindset tools. And now that I've shared this inspiration from the moon post, I realize it does fit in here just perfectly about this illuminating of the what isn't serving anymore in what I want to bring in the next part of my life, but also how I do this day to day and just be 
responsible for my own energy and shifting that energy. And this process of using these mindset tools that I talked about in the podcast last week, in a bigger picture overall, when I talked about my planning and getting my fire restoked and relit to get back on my path to slaying the way to goal, because I know when I show up for these things, that I honor the self-discipline within myself. That episode's been really popular this week, by the way, you guys, I will link it in the show notes below. It is one of the eight limbs of yoga episodes I did here on the Heart Sing podcast about tapas and your energy around self-discipline and how we generate and create tapas, which is also stoking the fire that I talked about last week. And the mindset tools, these are things that we brainstorm when we do our our goal setting and goal planning, what might get in your way of getting to the goal. And those things that come up for you, that is your path to get to that goal. So all of those things that you think are bad or are going to stop you, they're a gift. They're a gift that you know it, that you are self-aware enough to know that they could stop you from getting there. So the first thing you do is get really honest with yourself and say, hey, what could get in my way? And for me, for a long time, it was the wine wench. I wrote the wine wench on my mindset tools consecutively for almost three years. Like I just knew like every time I would drink, I would eat like crap and then I'd feel like crap. I'd sleep like crap and I'd, I wouldn't execute the next day. And it got to the point where I just didn't want to feel that anymore. I wanted to be up with the sun rising on the mountain and singing. So eventually the wine wench just went away, but it happened with me having an eyeball on the wine wench was saying, hey, this isn't serving me. It was illuminated, right? And how, and these are the ways I can overcome it. I had all these ways brainstormed. I was listening to a lot of Rachel Hart, who has a great podcast on, um, on drinking. And so if you, if that is one of your things you deal with that could be a roadblock to your success, to your healthiest self, check her out. I mean, I learned so much about processing through urges and emotions through doing some of Rachel Hart's work and taking a break from drinking and what that would what that would even look like in my life. So I would brainstorm these things ahead of time. So when I was in the moment and I would sit there during that day, okay, what would stop me today? What could get in my way of my goals? I'm responsible for my energy. I'm responsible for my life and what I'm creating. Doesn't just happen to me. So in the morning, when I make my plan, I ask myself, what could get in the way? And with the wine wench, it was inevitable if there were, I could, I'd always know, oh, I had a great week. I got all this work done. I got all these budgets done. I'm going to want to go out and celebrate. I'm going to, happy hour is going to be calling me. And it hit the point where I didn't even plan the happy hour anymore. I started planning my mountain the next day. It's like, oh, but you know what? If I get to bed early and I just maybe I go home and watch a show or something and crash out early and then I can get up at 4 a.m. and be up when the sun rises on the mountain. And isn't that magical? And I'd start sweet talking myself the other way. But that took time. At first, it was like, okay, I'm going to plan I'm going to plan to take a break for five days, and then I'm going to listen to a podcast. I'm going to set an intention each day. I had like all of these tips and tricks I could do that I thought of ahead of time. 
And I'm sharing this with you because it came up this week. <laughs> My mindset tool that came into action this week was Stixa, small town ice cream shop Addie. That's right. She is a thing. And I thought I put her to rest with the wine wench back in November when I just was like, you know, I'm just done with her. I had decided I really don't want to deal with the sugar anymore of the ice cream shops. There's much better alternatives I've found that I like more than feel the feeling of the lack of control I feel in my body when sugar enters it. And I just am done. Like, I just don't want to mess with it anymore. And this is interesting, too, because there's a lot of you in our group right now. And maybe some of you listeners out there, too, that are thinking of going to no flour, no sugar. And I just can't tell you the amount of control I have in my body, in my mind, when it's out of my system, like the hormonal change is just such a gift. And you do have to get clean for a little bit to experience that and to have that reset. But the other side of it is just like, why do I let it back in? And I kept letting it back in, kept letting it back in. And finally, my answer was, I just don't want to let it back in. Well, she reared her head last week in Sedona <laughs> before I had my fire lit, right? Or And I, I saw it coming, but I didn't have a really good daily plan that day. And I had the ice cream at my favorite little gelato shop and it just really hit me. I don't, I don't want to experience that anymore. I just, because I know it's fewer, like if I keep having the ice cream, then it's that much harder to get out of the habit of having it. And I I just don't want it anymore. So I knew this was going to be an issue last week because we were going to Slide Rock. And I sat there in the morning. I got up early and did my plan. And I was like, okay, what could get in my way of my goal today? And I was like, oh, I can see Stixa raising her head. Small town ice cream shop Addie coming out. It's going to be hot. We're going to be playing in the water all day. I had Lexi pick us up salads. So we had salads in the cooler. We had healthy food while we were there. But I knew we were going to be hungry on the way home. I was going to be tired. We're going to be in the sun playing all day. And wouldn't ice cream sound delicious? And we passed no more, no less than 10 really adorable small town ice cream shops on the way back to the RV through Sedona, which is also the cutest town in America, right? So I, I'm sure there's some argument out there about that right now. You know how I am about my small towns. I love them all. So <laughs> I take it back. It's There's lots of really super cute small towns out there, but Sedona is very special, of course. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to know small town ice cream shop Addie is going to come up. I'm not even going to pretend like she's not. So what are we going to do about it? Because we've committed to not eating the ice cream. So what else am I going to do? I could have a lot of choices here, right? Choose to not eat any anything and go home and make dinner or fast or whatever I decided. I could make that choice. I could know that I might be in a weakened state after being out there all day and maybe not up to fighting the monkey brain? And what if I planned an alternative? What if I found like a local juice shop that had something that sounded super amazing? I'm like, well, I'm in Sedona. I'm quite sure I can find something like that. No less than eight adorable little natural juice shops, by the way. (laughs) And we found one and we had the most amazing shake. We loved it. And it was so much better than having the ice cream. It had no sugar. It had all natural ingredients. There wasn't even any 
they always like to put the uh, agave and all that other stuff it, that, you know, and agave, I guess it's your kidneys or your kidneys don't even process that. So don't eat that. Um, but there's all kinds of things they put in even some of these healthy juice places. Well, this one was like all pure raw. I'm like, oh my gosh, check this out. So I was all excited and it was amazing. But none of that would have happened without that commitment to myself in the morning and asking what could get in my way. You know, so going through that process and asking yourself, there's been so much in this episode that I'm asking you to ask yourself, I know, what is being illuminated for you? Right? What do you see coming up for you that you need to let go of, that it's time to put to bed? And how do you want to step into freedom? What does freedom on the other side of it look like? Freedom on the other side of Stixa, small town ice cream shop Addy, on the other side of that bitch looks like I'm free. I'm in power, in control of my body. I don't have the hunger cravings. I'm not eating out of control like a monster because the sugar's coursing through my blood. Now I'm just eating out of control because I haven't controlled my mind. That's a whole different thing than also dealing with the hormones in my body. So just a few things to think about this week as we look back at the the moon and the energy your energy, how you're taking responsibility for every single thing you're creating in this world and what you want it to look like on the other side of it. Because right now we are having huge paradigm shifts, big shifts coming up in all of our worlds. But your world personally, if we all focus right on ourselves, everything else is going to work itself out. So what can you bring to the table for you to put yourself first and stop putting everyone and everything ahead of yourself? What will make the biggest shift for you? What do you need to look at, put under a microscope, let go of, and bring in to have that feeling of freedom where you are soaring and singing on the top of the mountain? And what does it look like for you? All right, you guys, I think that's enough for to leave you self-reflecting on for the week. I hope it lit you up in some way, and I'll be back to share more next week. I think with Millie, probably. We're getting close to the end of her stay here with me in Arizona. Oh, oh I'm going to cry. But it's been glorious and amazing, and we are going to eat up together these last couple of weeks and really enjoy and squeeze every moment possible. So we'll be back with more. I hope you all have an amazing week ahead. Until next week, heart singers, you amazing witches and bitches, slay her out.